Hello and welcome to the Editing Podcast. We've put together a series of bonus episodes called Point of View, in which we chat to experts from the editing and publishing world. This interview is with Beth Hamer, who's a pro proofreader and the Society of Editors and Proofreaders Conference Director. We talked to Beth about what goes into organising a successful conference for editors. Here we are again at Aston University for the SFEP conference in Birmingham and with us now is Beth Hamer who is our conference director. Hello Beth. Hello Denise. Hello, Hello lovely Louise. to have you. It's lovely to be here. Good. So Beth we're at the end of the conference, lots of people are packing up now, it's wrapping up. How's it been for you? It's been tiring, it's been stressful at times, but honestly, I've had a ball. It's been great. Oh, I've really enjoyed so it. We. Yeah, we've had good. a great time. And uh, I mean, the most important thing is that the delegates have a good time. And um, I think they have. Everyone seems to have been laughing and chatting and, you know, just generally, obviously I'll need to see what the feedback forms say, but yeah. I think it's been a success. Well, I've certainly had just a lot of positive chat about yeah. lots of different aspects of it whether it's been the speakers or the, the just the venue itself yeah um, I think it's been a really good experience yeah. for everybody. just yeah. personally to say that I've been to four conferences mm. now and this is definitely my favorite I think you've upped the game every year so mm. thank you thank yeah. you yeah. that's really nice of you to say so and <laughs> particularly as I organize two of those other conferences yeah yeah <laughs> no, I think so you're just refining it's nice, it. it's nice yeah. that it's getting that I'm getting better at it each year well I, I don't think that's not a bad thing no, I know I know yeah, no, no it's true because you started off from a good point but I think yeah. every year they get refined and I think the the level of the quality of the speakers goes up every yeah. year yeah. I think it's I think there's definitely a sense um that I'm hearing from the members and I feel myself is that the, the feedback that we give to you and your conference team yep. is listened to and, 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 and little refinements are getting made so that mm -hmm. they, that's why the experience is getting better year on yeah. year. It, so. Yeah, I, no, we, I, I love getting the feedback. I mean, I love getting the feedback because I like it obviously when it's good, mm -hmm. but I, I really like to know the things that can be improved um, yep. to make the delegates experience even better so we will never go to a venue that doesn't have bedside lights or um, <laughs> <laughs> or tea and coffee making yeah. facilities forget, in the room no. that <laughs> won't happen tea and coffee yeah yeah well no i mean you know wi-fi is a, it's a basic human right these yes, days but, yeah. Uh, yeah. but so is tea and coffee yes <laughs> and bedside lights but, but bedside lights is not necessarily something that would have been on your radar before, no but yeah. so no. many people but it have, is now it is now yeah. exactly so we do listen we really do yeah <laughs> so what would you say is um, what are the main benefits of mem for members of coming to conference? Um, meeting other members face to face yeah. um, and I mean obviously we have local groups that people go to um, but they're local um, yeah. by definition and we have mini conferences um, but this is probably the one time of the year when people when members get together from all over the country, all over the world. Um, and we've got people here from New Zealand, Australia, America, mm. um, all over Europe, Canada. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, it's, and it's just it's the only time of the year when all those people get together um, and they have the opportunity over a weekend to learn, listen to interesting speakers, um, but also to socialize and Network. Find their tribe. Yes. Find their that's tribe. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. The yeah. social thing is just 
so important. Mm. Yes. For a profession that's just it's so solitary a lot of the time. Yeah. And and that's the one thing that comes through whenever you talk to people. It's just like it's such a a high for people to be yeah. among mm. their I mean I among their people. I kind mm-hmm. of I sort of always think it's like people come out blinking into the sunlight, mm-hmm. vitamin D deprived. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> because we do have in house members, of yeah. course yeah. we do, but mm-hmm. there's a good chunk of the membership that mm-hmm. is freelance. Yeah. They work from home. Mm-hmm. And they often don't see editor, other editors yeah. and yeah. Other, yeah. Other, other people in a work environment well, from one day to the next. I mean, gen, gen, <laughs> generally, we, you know, people talk to each other on Twitter, on mm-hmm. Facebook. You know, obviously, there's a lot of communication, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on those platforms. But it's that face-to-face thing. Yeah. You can't, you and can't I was just thinking as well, even, even for the in-house editors and proofreaders, sometimes they're the only yeah. person in their company that does that sort yeah. of work. Yeah. So to actually hang out with other people who get why there's an issue yeah. about, you know, misplaced modifiers or, mm. you know, where you put a comma and, yeah. and that it matters and that they care about it. Yeah. To be among other people who feel the same way yeah. is really energising, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I agree. And the other thing that came up there in that when you were talking, Beth, was that, um, that the although the the conferences to date have always taken place within the UK. Mm. It is still an international annual annual, annual conference. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah, there are people from all over. Yeah, this and event. Mo- from more and more places. I, yeah, there was someone from South Africa as well yes, there, this yeah, year. Yeah. So yeah, from more and more places, um, which is brilliant. You know, and hopefully they go back and spread the news about, you know, the SFEP in general and the conference. Um, yeah, it, uh, you know, I think the just the the more the merrier. Mm. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about how you go, uh, uh, how you as a conference director go about choosing a venue and choosing the speakers because yes. you've nailed it this year. We've had wonderful speakers and a wonderful Thank venue. You. The venue, um, well, I, <laughs> I mean, we, we have a list of requirements, um, uh, uh, you know, from the, the very basics of how many rooms we need, how many bedrooms, how many breakout rooms, how many, you know, uh, uh, the main plenary sessions, how many people need to be able to fit in, down to, you know, the kinds of things that I was talking about before, like <laughs> the bedside lights and the, you know, just the creature comforts. Yeah. I mean, people are spending their, as I say, you know, 90 something percent of, of SFEP members are freelance. Mm-hmm. They're spending their own money to come to this conference. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's 400 plus pounds. It's not, it's not cheap. You know, mm. that's, that's a lot of money to freelancers. And okay, it's tax deductible, but you know they're not have, not being paid for by a company. Yeah. It's their cash. So I feel really strongly that they need value for money, and that's not just the speakers. That's feeling comfortable, feeling you know having a comfortable bed to sleep yeah, in, having sleep, exactly, yeah, yeah, being able yeah. To recharge and yes, food and exactly, yeah, yeah good yeah. food, yeah. Mm-hmm. So those things are just as important you know in venue terms as having good meeting rooms you know that mm-hmm. the a venue really has to deliver on all those fronts in terms of this in terms of the speakers um i mean uh, so if i talk about um chris brookmeyer who was our um gave our Whit- whitcomb lecture this year he i mean i've loved his books mm-hmm. since he started mm-hmm. publishing them i've been reading them you know for, for years um, we should maybe just say who, for listeners who don't know who, what genre he writes in. Yeah, yeah. so he's, he's, uh, he writes um, thrillers, um, mostly set in Scotland. Um, he's uh, very funny, very sweary, as we discovered <laughs> yesterday morning. 
Yeah, yeah, the first C bomb yeah. did cause me to, uh, <laughs> but but everyone laughed, so and it was we all right. Say it was nine thirty in the morning. Yes. <laughs> so that made it all the better. On somehow. a Sunday, oh, yeah. <laughs> the day of the tick, Lord. Tick, tick. <laughs> and he yeah. got out the way early. He did get yeah, it out of the way good, early. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he he did give a little little trigger warning first. Yeah. Um, but no, um, yes, I wanted know. to get a writer, so I wanted. Um, because uh, the theme of the conference was uh, was words, where they come from. Um, so, and obviously, the words we work on come from writers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, I, and I thought, mm, who would I? Who do I like? Who do I like? So I thought, oh, Chris Brookmeyer, he'd be So I emailed him, and I actually invited him for uh, initially last year, but um, he was already booked. So um, I said, oh, are you free in 2019? He was. So you know, it was as simple as that, mm-hmm. and. God, I'm so pleased I did. It yeah. was the one it of was the funniest things. It was, yeah. it was, it he was, went down an absolute storm. At, yeah. at, at some point, I I was listening to him, but I was watching the audience. Yeah. Because yeah. I was watching to see if there was any, like, perhaps less enthusiastic yes. faces. <laughs> and I didn't see a single no. one, yeah. actually. No, you know. And there were belly laughs, yeah. which oh. making anybody belly laugh at 9.30 on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Is, but he did it. But but he was so articulate and mm, and, yeah. and it it was funny. But but you learnt so much as yeah. well. But also, I really felt like he had written that for that for audience, yeah, yeah. for, yeah. for yeah. The, an audience of editors, which yeah. was brilliant. Because I think you know the, there are people who kind of have you know have the speech that they go around and do, and which is great. Mm-hmm. But you know, it really felt like he had personalised it yeah, for us, which, which yeah. yeah. Um, and he emailed me this morning just to say thanks for inviting him and to say, you know, he, he, he doesn't think he's ever had such an enthusiastic audience on a nine, 9.30 in the morning Aww. before. So oh, nice. I think he really appreciated the yeah. response he got from yeah. us. Yeah. Um, uh, in terms of the other speakers, I mean, it's a variety. So often people immediately after the conference will email me and say, oh, I've got a great idea for a session, or how about inviting this person to speak, which is great. I love that. I love it when people do that. I can't always, um, you know, make them happen. But if people have got ideas, you know, I love it when they when they um, let me know, because uh, it saves me having to think of like 30 or 40 yeah. <laughs> session yeah, ideas. You have to program a lot of sessions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we have. I mean, this year we've had more than ever before. So we've had at least five sessions running at any one time, Um, and you know sometimes six or quite often six. And at other times, writer or or, um, speakers or people who think they've got something will be interested in will contact me themselves, Mm -hmm. which is great. and other times I'll just kind of have an idea about a session and try to find a speaker for it. Yeah. Um, I, like this year I put together, or well, I came up with the idea of the um, grammar amnesty panel. Mm-hmm. Um, so three great grammarians um, yeah, <laughs> of our grammarians. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, people can go and ask the stupidest grammar question and not, you know, it's a safe space. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, I put together the writer, a writer's panel, or I got um, Kia um, Thomas, who uh, um, hosted that session, put together the panel of writers um, to talk about their experience of being edited. Yeah. Um, so That's going to be really useful. Yeah, 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 definitely. Here at the other side of the fence. Yep. Yeah. 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 
Beth, thanks very much for talking to us. It's break time now, and we can probably hear that there are people coming in and lining up at the Grey's station. <laughs> <laughs> I need a cake. Yes, yeah. yeah. some cake yeah. and coffee. So thanks very much for taking the time to talk yeah. to us. And thanks, thanks for doing such a great job. We, yeah. Denise and I have certainly had a ball this year. We've loved really it. loved every minute, yeah. and um, I'm always a little bit sad to leave these. I know. I can feel the end drawing near, but um, looking forward to next year. Thank yeah. you. Well, I'll. Um, Thank you for asking me onto your lovely podcast. You're very welcome. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Editing Podcast. You can rate, review and subscribe to us via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or whichever platform you use to listen. And if you have any questions, please do get in touch with us via the Editing Podcast Facebook page. We've put all the links we've mentioned in the show notes so you can grab everything there. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.